This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. I have heard the rumors and they are wrong. As I lay Dying's classic lineup is not getting back together. Old Chuck E.B. has the inside scoop. They're really just this thing operation, with fake band members trying to arrest Tim for attempted murder of good music. Case closed. And now, here's the Metal Injection live cast. Uh, I don't think you need the attempted there. That's a done deal. Well, he, if they're reuniting, maybe he's attempting to murder it again. Like, oh. So you mean he hasn't gotten to yeah, it again? Yeah. Yeah. But he never did time for his first offenses. It's true. He did time. He Not did, like, for that, though. Yeah. He didn't do time for his attempting to music. murder music. Oh. The back catalog. You're saying he could have served his terms concurrently? Starting off hot on the Metal Injection live cast. Hot takes. Alan Dershowitz in hour two will chime in to let us know the constitutionality of <laughs> arresting Tim Lambesis for his musical oeuvre. Got plenty to talk about. You can be a part of the show. All you got to do is dial 213-WIDE-NUT. It's 213-943-3688. We're moments away from our special guest calling in Jamie from Code Orange. Uh, Code Orange is about to start a massive North American tour, and uh, you should go see them. It's a fun time. You could either go into the pit, and there's always a pit, or you could be like me and stay in the back and be like, oh, there's a pit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while you enjoy the music. You can dove in, in the back with Rob. <laughs> exactly, and if you listened to last week's episode, you know what dovening is and how metal it is, and I am indeed Rabba Rabba. I don't know. Rabbi Rabba. Rabbi Rabba. Again, you were that last week. Was I? I okay. Then I am. Try a different religion. Ramadan. 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 Rabba. I like like Ramadan. (laughs) You got anything else for for Islamic for the rest of us? Uh, Salam alaikum, Sid. That's good. Uh, Netanyahu Noah. (laughs) Probably. No, I know. I go over well. It was a little a callback to last week. But, I have uh, one for Darren, but I don't think it's. It's definitely not Muslim. What is it? Dashiki, Darren. That's African. Africa. Close. Some Muslims would wear yeah. dashikis. Though. It's more of a national ethnic thing than a religious thing. All right. What's mine? Niger Noah. Niger. That's also, that's yeah. also Africa. Yeah. It was right. Niger. That's okay. That's the good mispronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was Niger. I I truly didn't know that. Yes. We learned so much on the Metal Injection livecast. And you know what, guys? Let's talk about sex. Good sex. (laughs) You don't you don't have to condescend me. I I have good sex. No, I was just I I was just emphasizing that I'd like to talk about good sex. Okay. Do you remember the days when you were always ready to go? Ah yes. (laughs) with blue chew that's blue like the color you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed oh i could use anybody can use a little more confidence i mean extra confidence is always good yeah nobody ever said it was bad to be confident or extra confident bluechew.com brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredient as viagra or ancialis so you know that they work and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready anytime, day or night. And what I like about Blue Chew is that it's prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, which means you don't have to worry about in-person doctor visit, wiz, visits or visits. 
And uh, you don't have to worry about waiting at the pharmacy. There's no awkwardness. You have pure anonymity here. It's just everything's between you and Blue Chew, which you know is made. Great. And this is my favorite part, Rob. Oh. Blue Chew is made in the USA and shipped direct. So they're cheaper than the pharmacy. And we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use our special promo code LIVECAST, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com. Promo code LIVECAST to try it free. Blue Chew, the better, cheaper, faster choice. All right. And now we're going to have Jamie on momentarily. From blue to orange. Like my like Mets colors. colors. Hmm. It's Mets colors. It's oh. Good. Excellent. Isn't it also like New York Knicks colors, or do they not exist anymore? They pretty much don't exist. <laughs> well, new, blue and orange are the New York State colors, so oh. several of the teams adopted them, including the Knicks and Mets and Islanders. Who? Islanders. Well, hockey team. I thought the Mets was because it was a combination of the Dodgers and Giants colors. What I read is that that is sort of a back a retrofitting. Ah, that okay. It's a, they they don't they embrace that, but I don't think that was the original plan. Okay. But I, it's you know it, things weren't that documented then, so yeah. who knows what the real story is. Do we have anything negative to say about Yankee fans this week while we're on the topic of baseball, or I is mean, it just the status quo? Once the colors are not as fun. Well, oh yeah, sure. I partook. That's for damn sure. Ugly ass monochrome. Jerseys are much nicer. Um, I really do, th and this wasn't always the case. I think the Mets have some of the best uniforms in MLB. But about ten years ago, they had this disgusting uh, drop shadow. Do you remember that? They, Vaguely, the, yes. The, the logo had everything in the '90s and early 2000s was drop shadow. So they, so they, it had all this like uh, the the Mets logo now has all this negative space, which is really nice, the white mm. on the blue and orange. It used to just morph into this ugly purple. So I'm not being a homer. I love I love the Mets colors now. I think they have the most beautiful uniform, but because it really is like I would say it if it sucked. And that's your daily dose of Weekly Darren dose. trashes the Yankees. Well, how did I trash the Yankees? <laughs> I don't know. You said they have shitty jerseys. Oh, yeah, for like one second. But you all agreed yeah, with me. Yeah, we all said it. You know, like fucking 1930s chain gang prison uniforms. <laughs> like Holocaust suits? Yeah, oh, pretty God. much, yeah. Their road jerseys do. Because they're gray. <laughs> you know the D-backs have that charcoal, deep black uh -huh. to dark charcoal. Uh, those look like prison really serious prison uniform. i sort of like those though. i do it's weird it's a, it works somehow yeah. have there been any slip-ups from sports news shows where the d-backs are referred to the d-bag as the d-bags the fans call them that like opposing team fans mm. call them d-bags the d-bags i like it it's clever fair enough <laughs> well right now let's take it to pirates country mm. pittsburgh pennsylvania for our guest we have Jamie from Code Orange. We're calling in right now. Or calling him. He's not calling in. I guess we're calling him. Yep. But we're calling him Collect, so sort of. <laughs> you accept he the charges? accept the charges. This is the one call we get today. Hello? Hey, Jamie, it's Rob. Hey, what's up? How's it going, man? You're on the Metal Injection live cast. Thank you so much for taking some time to hang out with us. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're not only here with me, you're also here with Noah. Hi. Sid. Hey. And Darren. Yo. 
What's up, everybody? Not too much. And uh, my first question to you is, which fight are you most looking forward to at this weekend's UFC event? Hmm, um, probably the main. I think it's like Robert Whitaker, right, and UL. Now, are you looking and more for the other one? Uh, Noah, do you know? Uh, I all I know is that CM Punk uh, has a match, and like if he loses, they're probably never oh, yeah. going to have him. Mm-hmm. It's a loser leave town match. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> now, Good luck you, to him. That's pretty crazy. Are you? Yeah, no, I'll be, I'll be watching for sure. Are you more looking forward to that or New Japan Dominion with Kenny Omega versus Okada? Probably UFC. Oh, but I'm I don't really watch the New Japan live too much. Right. But I'll definitely be watching that. Um. Probably UFC. The UFC show is like super sick, from what I remember. I'm trying to remember what the uh, the co-main is. I'm blanking oh, oh, on it, but it's something uh, that it's, I, I want to see. It's Dos Anjos versus Covington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that too. Yeah, so it should be, it should be sick. Also, Slayer's playing their last show here that day too. So I'm trying to trying to figure out how to watch both. No well, sleep. the UFC show is late as fuck. Yeah. So you might be able to make it. Yeah. You might be able to be on a little DVR delay, but with all the, like, it seems like there's 20, 30 minutes between each fight. So if you start on a bit of a delay, you'll catch up to live once you get back from the Slayer show. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Have you so, ever seen? I'm excited about that. It should be sick. Have you ever seen um, MMA live? No, what's that? <laughs> no, no, I mean oh, like Oh, seen live Oh, I thought it was like a show No, yeah, well yeah. Oh, like... yeah, I have a, b- a bunch of times Oh, yeah, cool Yeah, yeah, yeah 100% What was yeah. it? I've seen uh Yeah Go ahead so... Which ones? What's like like highlight Sorry, moments? Say that again? What's uh, highlight moments for you from, from watching? Because uh, Rob mm. and I went for the first time um, when Joanna and Rose had their first match. Yeah, and the it garden. Was, it was the first time like mm-hmm. we had seen someone get knocked out in real life, and that was like a little too real for us at first. So I'm just wondering like what your experience was like. Yeah, it's scarier to see it like at a local show. I'll tell you what. Like a... Uh, like a local MMA event, like not UFC. Because okay. at least UFC, you're like far away. But some of these local shows, it's like close quarters. It's like going to see independent wrestling, but it's like MMA. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like the the times I've seen UFC, I've only ever seen UFC in Pittsburgh. So there's only like two or three times. Mm-hmm. Um, the one main event was like Cody Garbrandt. And it was awesome. And the other one, I think, was Cerrone, and that was awesome, too. So it's always fun. I like going to the big arena UFC more than, like, any other kind of – like, more than wrestling or anything like that. Um, But on a local level, it's fucking scary to see, especially if you, like, know people involved or whatever. Well, I can only imagine, yeah. Like, (laughs) Yeah. So I'm guessing it was just, like, an open mat, or was there still, like, a cage? Oh no! Yeah, it, dep- it depends. It depends on what it is, um, but there's like regulation and stuff. But it's usually pretty dingy and rough. So, but it's cool. I mean, it's it's fun to watch. It's fucking scary. Yeah, especially if people's like families are there and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh man! Yeah, it's, like, like people's up. kids. Uh, Do they put like a guar uh, tarp in the front row so you don't get blood spatter on you? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fucked up for sure. I don't know. I don't think they put people that close. Oh, okay. Depends, but. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> well, you mentioned WWE. Sorry. And I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Last time I saw you guys. Well, not the last time I saw you guys live. Last time I saw you guys live, you were playing Dillinger's last shows. But before that was at NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn, which I imagine oh, was one of the larger shows you've ever played in an arena, sold out oh, arena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that day like? That was insane. It was fucking crazy. I mean, we, like, rolled up... Um, and all the wrestlers are like going through all their stuff and cool. it was cool man like there was tons of people there and we did like a sound check while all the wrestling guys were like in the ring and like around the ring and they were watching and uh it was fucking weird we kept playing the song and they were just watching they would like clap and stuff it was bizarre who was rocking out it was awesome the night before sorry uh, uh, who was rocking out to, to the sound check who was like, or did you ever like look over and see somebody like really into it and like kind of yeah, surprised? Yeah, we saw Roman Reigns like far away. Oh, that's <laughs> pretty cool. And there was a bunch of, I don't think he was rocking out though. Did you boom? But like, uh, I remember seeing uh, No Way Jose. I remember seeing my guy Alistair Black, who we did the song for, or the entrance. Um, a lot of people were watching, like some of the, the, the ladies were watching. It was cool. And then, Triple H and Road Dog are like telling you what to do, like are their ideas, like they're right. Like it was like literally fucking crazy. Like we were like get in a circle and be like me, Triple H, Road Dog, like one or two other people, and they would just be like do this. And actually, a, f a funny thing, a little like thing was uh, so we were. I brought my basically two days before my best one of my best friends name's Ty. He lives here, and basically he. I found out we were doing this only a couple days before. So I called him. I'm like, you need to get on a bus right now and come to, come to New York, and we're going to have, like, the greatest, like, fan experience you've ever had in your life. It's going to be insane. You're going to meet everybody. So he comes. He did meet everybody. And while we were rehearsing, he basically runs up to me, and he's like, tell Goldman to fucking scream in his face whenever he's walking by because he knows a lot of wrestling shit. And... uh I was like, all right. I told him. So Goldman did it, and then Road Dog runs up. He's like, that's fucking perfect. Like, you got to do that. And then that's what, like, made the – that was, like, the, the gift that was going around with him screaming in his face as he walked by. So it was pretty cool. There's a picture in Triple H telling you how to, like, uh, do your set or whatever, you know. This is where you dig for change. But honestly, it wasn't even like that. <laughs> Literally, the, during the rehearsal, the guy goes, he's like, yeah, they could, you know, one of his, like, guys was like, he could change, you know, if you want to change anything, let me know. And he just goes, no, they're fucking perfect. That's what he said. I was oh, like, fuck. Great. So he basically gave us like one or two pointers. But he said we knew, it seemed like we knew what we were doing. And we knew like where the cameras were at and all that. And we just fucking, they let us go free. We weren't, dude, we had no, like, we kind of argued for this. But we had no click track, no background track. We did all the electronics of the song live, like all the chorus and stuff. Like there's a there's like a choir singing thing and the guy's theme song and Shade, our keyboards, he did all that live. And at first they were like, because what they normally do is they play a background track and then like the band plays over it. And we were like, dude, we don't even know how to do that. And we told them like, dude, we're scared we're going to fuck that up. Like 
we're like, what about this? Send us all the samples. I guarantee you we'll put together a sick-ass live version of this, and we'll send you a demo. So we spent like two days, put together a version, and sent them the demo. They're like, this is sick. Like, we got to see if you can really do it. So we got there. We did all that stuff live. Like, there's no – all the electronics, all the – and I think they were pretty, like, shocked by that. And it really – I couldn't believe they just let us go. No – metronome no anything we were just completely free we could have just stopped in the middle of it and fucked the whole thing up yeah and i remember like you guys were the intro you guys played your single as the intro to the show Mm -hmm. and it was syncopated with like graphics for all the matches yeah and it seemed like that live up they cut that up live Yeah, yeah yeah so it's like if you guys had a mistake it would have like kind of derailed everything it seems so you guys the pressure was I just on. had to tell them, like, yo, we know, I, I told them, I'm like, we know what the fuck we're doing. We're not going to fuck this up. And I was like, it'll be way cooler if we can, like, actually play everything. You know, And I, they were just like, okay, we never have anybody done it before, but go for it. And they let us. Like, uh, a couple of years ago, Triple H was on uh, Tim Ferriss's show, and I remember listening to the interview with him, and he's, like, really, like, in tune with performance. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really oh, cool. Yeah. He also knows, I feel like, when to just let people do their shit. Yep. And he's like, oh, that's the, the thing is, the night before, we had this practice race in Brooklyn, and, every, and the guy comes to me, and he's like, Triple H is going to come by. This is like at midnight. So wow. we're like, holy shit. It's like this tiny little practice spot. And there he does. He fucking walks in at midnight. We're in like a room as big as my bedroom. And he just watches us fucking rock the songs. And he's just rocking out while we're playing. It was like one of the greatest moments of my he, life. He, so. he and Stephanie Mc... Sick. He's the coolest guy like literally ever. And he's insanely cool. He yeah. freaking like was so nice to us. And their whole situation was just awesome. And it was, it was, it was overall just a great experience. We all grew up watching it. So. And uh, did you attend SummerSlam the next day? Did you check that out too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we and we got to hang out backstage and everything. And oh I met like God. met a lot of people. Who who were like the coolest people to meet backstage? Who were like the nicest dudes? All of them. Truly, everybody was cool. I mean, mm-hmm. the, but I we met the Miz. He was cool. Baron Corbin like actually sat with us and like hung out with us for like an hour. He was super fucking cool. Um, we met other guys quick. Kevin Owens came into our room. He was really cool. Uh, I met like Titus O'Neil. I met some of the divas, some of the ladies. Uh, I think like Sasha Banks was there. We met Jr. He was cool. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, we met everybody, man. And I, I'm like, I know all the people and everything, so it made it. It was like it crazy. made it really cool, man. It was. What was it? So being backstage and as someone who's watched wrestling forever. Uh, what was like the one mm-hmm. thing that you saw that was kind of like, oh, I didn't expect that's how they do it or what? Like, oh, this is this part. Of I it, already like, knew the whole deal, dude. Yeah. I know what's up. I just mean like I a was, production. I knew the whole like, like production. I don't mean uh, like, uh, like it was people exa- talking. I was more surprised it was exactly what I thought. Mm. Like it, it was literally exactly what I imagined that it was going to be, except everyone was super nice. Yeah. But I mean. That it was awesome. Like they were super cool. It's definitely more low key than you would imagine. Like it's everybody kind of crammed together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking it's not a lot. Like so fancy. I've been thinking a lot about because like Rob and I have gone to like the the WWE like 2K events and met wrestlers too, and by meeting mm-hmm. wrestlers, it got me into wrestling even more. So I've been thinking a lot about like why are they so nice? They're such like sweet people, and I think it's because they have like all of the 
is it like dopamine that you get from grappling? <laughs> and they're just constantly like in this Maybe. great state of mind. Maybe. I, I mean, they also probably when they talk to people who are like us like and you, they want to be nice because they don't want people to like go around saying they're not nice. But yeah. maybe they are just naturally that nice all the time. Yeah. There were people who like didn't want to talk, but I feel like, I mean, I mean, I'm sure some of them are not cool, but they were cool as fuck to us. So. It's an industry where they shit in people's backpacks for fun, like ribs and stuff. I don't know. If well, they haven't done that in a while. That, that's a that's from a That'll bygone cool. era. <laughs> okay, that'd be fucking cool. It's yeah. also cool seeing all their families and shit, like oh, seeing yeah. their kids and everything. It's just fucking weird. Now, what was more stressful that day at NXT or the the Grammys? How was that? Oh yeah, the Grammys was a little more stressful, but it's not stressful. It's like. It's just what it just feels good. It feels right. It just feels like fuck yeah. I don't feel mm, stress. It's like it's like it. right, right, right. You're like an excited, more of an yeah. anxious. Excited. But but it's definitely like anxiety. Like the Grammys, I had a lot of anxiety because I was thinking like, if we win this shit, like what am I gonna say? You know what I'm saying? That yeah. type of deal. Right, uh, right. So that stressed me out. Um, you did really well with but your honestly, outfit. It felt good. Yeah, what I wanted like you guys you definitely did. dressed to stand out on the on the you carpet. You did a great job we just with did our shit. Uh, and what I was wondering is like we, were there We just did our shit. I knew that people were going to talk shit, but we also know what to do to make a moment a moment and not just make it float away and not have ever existed. Right. So, we decided, okay, we're going to this shit. Let's make it a moment. Let's make something out of it. Win or lose, we need to make people remember this. And if we would have won, we would have made them really remember it, but <laughs> You know, we were like, win or lose, we're people need to remember this moment. We're not just going to be another band who gets an opportunity like this and doesn't really take it and really grab it by the fucking balls and take it. So that was part of it. I mean, part of it's just, you know, we're fucking weird. We wanted to do weird shit. But we were like, man, what would like, what would so-and-so do in this moment? What would, you know, whoever, like. We need to make something out of this. That's what I think that a lot of bands in this world, big and small, and I watched every single acceptance speech, you know, of the best metal category. And the one thing they have in common is they're just very run of the mill. And everybody involved are, are great dudes, like legends. But they're just like thanking this, that, and the other. And we had no plans to thank this, that, and the other or do any of that. We had other plans. So, well, I mean, well, we didn't, nobody wanna... got to see, but. Do you want to They're reveal what what some of the the plans were? Like, what were you guys gonna? It's gonna shit in Cardi B's purse. Nah, I'm not snitching. We're gonna we're gonna get up there maybe next year or the year after. So yeah, I'll show you then. I see. You're saving it for the stage. Smart. We're just gonna do our thing. It's not gonna be. I'm not gonna. You know, it's not like gonna be a circus up there. But we're not gonna go and just thank the academy. I was like, what do I got to thank the academy for? Nothing. That's it's true. That we we were gonna say what we were gonna say, and bring some youth to it, and bring something to it. So it didn't just get fucking swept under the next day. Like every single thing gets every award at that sideshow gets. Nobody cares after that. We needed to make something where people cared, and that was our goal. And we got to complete about fifty percent of that goal, or maybe less, based on the opportunities we were given, which was not many. Not we couldn't get many interviews that were big. We couldn't get a lot of stuff, but it's all good. It's all in due time, and 
you know were people we're gonna get back uh, giving you some, sure. some interesting looks on the carpet was like entertainment tonight like who are these people literally the entire carpet stopped well, i'm not even exaggerating <laughs> when we walked in like that and we're like all it was so surreal like staring taking pictures on their phone like there were news outlets that wouldn't interview us but they would just all were asking to take pictures on their phone and it was fucking crazy i don't know i guess i guess we were like oh you know it's the grammys it's not that crazy and then we rolled up and we, it, we were definitely like the craziest ones i guess so <laughs> well i mean what was like there's a, there was a ski mask involved not too many ski masks uh, in terms of fashion, I think that is what did it. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I think that that's what put it uh, what put the look over the top. But your I mean, your Dusty Rhodes inspired jacket, you, we, bro. We were we were about to pull a robbery, so we needed a fucking ski mask. And that was it. <laughs> so I like it. We didn't get a chance to pull it, but we tried. We were going to pull a robbery on those motherfuckers, but it didn't work out. <laughs> uh, in our we have a, a live chat going on. And uh, El Duderino mm -hmm. uh, in our chat room asks, if Jamie were the undertaker, who would be his mankind he'd push off the hell in a cell? Hmm. That's a fucking complicated question. <laughs> <laughs> who would I push off the... Well, if they're mankind, they'd be my like actual friend in real life, but they'd mm -hmm. have to like take the bump good. So if I needed somebody to take the bump good and, but still be my friend, I'd push our bass player Joe off because he would take it very well. <laughs> He knows yeah. how to break his fall. He'd be all right, and we'd be boys after. He can take a little bit of pain. <laughs> uh, now, you're you're right about to get on the road, hitting the road with two really awesome bands, Twitching Tongues and Vane. Uh, I like that you guys mm -hmm. take out cool young bands. And uh, like last time, uh, not too long ago, I saw you guys with Youth Code, who I love. Of course, we got a bunch of weird shit on that bill too. Don't get that twisted. Those oh, I two see are on right the whole here. Tour, but we we got weird shit going on the whole time. Right. Let me let me read these off. On select dates, now you can go to Metal Injection, search for <laughs> Code Orange. You could see all the different bands for each date. But uh, some of the bands are Wicca, Phase, Springs Eternal, Show Me the Body. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe that's a mm -hmm. Jesse Ventura tribute band. Uh, I didn't authorize this. <laughs> Ghost of Maine. Mm -hmm. Nicole mm -hmm. uh, Dollenganger. Disembodied, mm -hmm. which I'm a big fan of, and mm -hmm. Trail of Lies. Wonderful. Lots mm -hmm. of, lots Most of, of those band. artists, I'm assuming people you know that are listening to Metal Injection probably don't know, but they kind of draw from different worlds, and some of them are rap-related, and Nicole's mm -hmm. like a singer-songwriter. It's kind of like a... She was signed by Grimes. She does a lot of like weird shit that I like. And uh, Show Me the Body is kind of like an experimental art kind of. They're kind of rappy, little punk band from New York. So, uh, and yeah, of course, Disembodied is a hardcore band uh, from the early 2000s that is great, that we like a lot. And we got a chance to meet and they're really good dudes. And Trail Wise are a New York band. So are you are you the one that are are you guys all like picking these bands and being like yeah we want these to be the yeah that's cool yeah that's awesome I, I'm trying to, I wanted to put you know and I mean if you go to some some of those dudes you might not have heard of but you go look up Wake of Phase or Ghost Man or something they got big followings and it's a very different audience than 
what we're normally exposed to. But what I saw was, one, they're good people because I met them. Two, they have an audience who clearly likes something about the aesthetic or the vibe of metal and subculture and, and, and dark kinds of music, whether it's because of the shirts they're wearing or whatever. And so I saw a bridge and I thought, you know, we could just take out bands that I like that are maybe still a little bit on the, you know, more eclectic side, but hardcore and metal bands. Or we could try to bridge a gap with some of these kids because that is what is very big right now. And that is what all the young kids are listening to right now. And it's not metal for the majority. It's a lot of things that kind of look like metal, but, you know, are don't sound anything like it at all. So I saw an opportunity to bridge it, and I think that's what we're going to do and see, you know, see if we can't take some of those fans with us. That's cool. Uh, we actually have a, a caller on the line if you want to call in uh, really quick. The number to dial, 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. Area code 774. You're on the Metal Injection Live cast. Uh, maybe. Let's give it a second. Seven seven four. You're on the podcast, or you're butt dialing us. Sometimes we get these butt dials. I guess that was that. Well, we tried. I have a question. Who the fuck's that? <laughs> um, he was waiting. He didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Call in, people. Let's talk. Uh, I was wondering, do you have um like a mentor? Because you sound like wise beyond your your age and i don't mean that like in a negative way i just mean like like who who is your mentor i appreciate that very much um i don't know that i necessarily have a mentor my father um my father's pretty young and uh he's taught me a lot uh he's very well spoken he actually tells me to stop swearing when i'm doing this kind of stuff but i can't <laughs> i'm trying though um I don't know that we really have any mentors. I mean, we have had a lot of people who have helped us out along the way, but I feel, I mean, you know, I've, I listen to a lot. I try to, I'm not definitely not the fucking smartest guy in the world at all, but I at least have a perspective on what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And I always try to internalize opinion and whatever, you know, criticism, whatever, and, you know, try to, like, like self, um, like, uh, for, you know, come up with the best version of ourselves and, you know, make sure we are always staying on point. So I feel, you know, there's, there's definitely been people in our lives, but I'll tell you other than that, you know, other than father, not really. That's cool. Yeah. It just, Thank you, though. yeah. I mean, you definitely sound like a person who has introspection and it's, it's really cool to, to hear anyone say that they try to bring the best version of themselves because then you like take responsibility for your mistakes, negative attributes, wrongness, like all that stuff. So that's cool. I think it's important when you're in a band to find a balance that I think a lot of people have a really hard time finding of being able to absorb uh, criticism whenever it's valid mm -hmm. and also being able to shut out the other 95% of it and let it not not have it affect you know you or how you present yourself or especially for us how we present our art and how we present ourselves as p 
people and staying on course of what it is that we want to do. So I definitely don't have that down at all, but I feel like people get very overwhelmed by that. We're a band who I think compared to a lot of bands gets a lot of shit thrown at us and talked about us and that's fine. But I feel like that's taught me, uh, taught all of us how to learn what to internalize and learn what to just brush off like dirt quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's good to be exposed to that, you know? And I think a lot of people now, a lot of artists now are really exposed to that and it makes them like as raw as a nerve and they snap as soon as somebody has something to say. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's important to build up a little bit of a shield and I think that's helped us present ourselves the way we want to present ourselves and not stress it. So we have another caller. Okay, let's try Will it this person right. make it through area code 732? Let's go. Uh, hello there. Uh, uh, I'm Matthew calling from Oak <laughs> Hey, Jamie. Um, I'm calling from Oak Ridge. Jamie, I love your work with Code Orange and Adventures. Huge fan, huge fan. Um, Thank like, you, man. How does, it, how does it feel to, um, like, you know... How, how does it feel like you guys have gone from like how I uh, okay what, what's the question okay <laughs> give him a break okay. we how, don't screen these calls <laughs> okay you're all good my okay. friend don't stress out you're good I'm not stressing out man okay okay um how does it like how does, feel like you guys like to be you notice like you guys getting those like these big names like Metallica and this is on the down and depth tones. You guys are like, and with Adventures, you guys also tour with like Foxing and Basement and Sandy mm-hmm. Alex G. Yeah, like, how did you, like, how do you guys feel about like touring with these, with this, you know, this, with, with this kind of diverse lineup of bands? Okay. How does it feel? That's a good question. Uh, I feel, uh, I feel, I feel good about it. I mean, I think we always are looking ahead. I don't ever feel like, we get very excited about stuff, of course, but I feel like it's a real prison to feel the need to always have to feel like you're so enamored with everything going on. I think it's good to be able to stop and smell the roses, but just as I was saying about the WWE thing, you know, you gotta, anybody who I admire who has made it to a certain level knows how to not only seize the moment, but believe that they are supposed to be in that moment. And I think we believe at all times that we are supposed to be in the moments that we're in. And I think a lot of the times, maybe to our detriment and to much people, to many people's chagrin, many people's frustration with us, uh, we believe we should be in more of those moments. And I think that if you don't have that kind of self-belief, you're going to stay where you're at. There's no, no one else, especially, you know, we're from fucking Pittsburgh, whatever. No one cares about us. No one's going to come tap us on the shoulder. So we had to go find those bands and just try to put ourselves in front of everybody we can. And I think we have a long way to go in that regard. But to answer your question, I think it feels good. We don't, you know, we like touring with different kinds of bands, playing with different kinds of bands. And uh, everything's always a new opportunity to to grow and to learn something from those people, take a little piece of it, and just turn ourselves into more of the monster that I think we're becoming. So... That's it. I think that's one of my favorite answers that anyone ever gave. That was a great answer considering what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I wanted to ask Yeah, I mean, question. I just feel... Oh, go ahead. I feel like, yeah, I feel... I don't know. I feel like that's important for people to know because I think a lot of times 
not just us. So I think a lot of, get, of people get flack, and sometimes rightfully so. And I've definitely misused my words before, or you know, been taken out of context before, um, for kind of speaking about that subject. But I think it's very important for people to be confident in what they're doing, and that doesn't mean you have to put anyone else down. Yep. But lifting yourself up, no one else is going to lift you up. No one was coming to lift us up. I'm telling you that for a fact. No one was. Now so you, oh, if we didn't do that, we'd be where a lot of bands are and where we could end up, which is sitting in obscurity. And I'm not sitting in obscurity. That's not what I'm meant to do, and that's not what any of us are meant to do. So you just got to have that self-belief that you belong there, and that's it. And you mentioned that you know, you're know you in Pittsburgh. No one's coming out there to seek you out. You had to go find it. I was curious how you got hooked up with the WW the NXT gig like how did that come about in the first place just long-term connections I mean we played uh the dude who books the music for NXT sauce uh, I think in it's probably the same show that Roadrunner first saw us at out in like upstate New York years ago just on one of our runs as we've done as we've toured the U.S over 50 times i feel i mean most of which no one was at at all there was no people there i think we've grown you know we've we've played everywhere and i think to make those connections if you're a band like us who maybe aren't a band that people like that naturally you know connect with which i think right. some bands are kind of bands where people in entertainment positions they connect like oh i can see that we were never that kind of band so you got to just grind and fucking hunt it and when i heard that they were doing stuff like this i hunted that shit and i hunted that guy down <laughs> and we beat down their doorstep cool. and eventually the guy's a fucking great guy he's become a friend of mine uh they believed in it and they gave us the shot and we and when they gave us the shot i think in the past you know they say hey bands do this that and the bands kind of go well we can do this but not that i told that guy Trevor, said whatever you want us to do you want me to get in there and fucking fight one of these motherfuckers i'm down <laughs> we'll do whatever you want us to do let's do it and they're people like that so we saw the opportunity and just swang as hard as we can and fucking knocked that shit out of the park so yeah that's how that happened yeah cool i mean so like it's so what you're saying is, is basically there is like a whole process. Like you have to believe in the process. You have to believe in yourself and just like keep your eyes on the prize and have a good attitude. And that's the formula for success. I would say the good attitude part is up to everyone. We all have a pretty bad attitude, <laughs> but I mean, we try to have a good attitude. We definitely all to each other have a bad attitude about everything. And we're very fucking negative, but I think you definitely got to keep your eyes on your goals and I'm not trying to do some fucking motivational speech or whatever, but for me, I was just fucking, we were sick of where we were at. And we not only had a vision for our art, but we knew we just needed to be a little bit louder and also reflect exactly how we felt in the art and not cheapen the art. And I don't think we've cheapened the art at all along the way, but I think we got a little bit louder and I think that that's important. I think you got to be a little bit louder or you got to do something. So that's where we're at with it. And, you know, you got to go into that knowing, hey, half the people are going to fucking hate that. Right. And you got to watch your words and you got to make sure you can stand by what you're saying, not just yell to yell like I think some people do oh, more in other kinds of music. Usually people in metal aren't like that, but whether it's rap or whatever, they're just causing controversy. We're not trying to do any of that. But we are going to stand up and say, you know, this is what we believe. And... 
that's it. So I, I think that's definitely very, very important. I don't think anyone's going to do that for you. They're, they're not. I mean, they're not going to do it for me, at least. Well, you can hear just how loud Jamie and all of Code Orange are uh, on tour. It kicks off June 22nd. That's in, in just a few mm-hmm. days, two weeks, in Boston at the Paradise Rock Club. Goes all across uh, the country, a bunch of stops, and wraps up July 13th in Atlanta at the Masquerade. Jamie, thanks so much for hanging out. I look forward to seeing you. Thank you, guys. guys. Appreciate show. it. Pleasure. And uh, and enjoy all of the different types of grappling this weekend <laughs> before your tour. Oh, yeah. I'll be gra- doing some grappling myself as well. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Hot. Nice. All right. Thanks for calling in, Jamie. Have soon. a good one. Thank you for the support. See you soon. Right on, man. All right. That was Jamie from Code Orange. That was great. A lovely fella and a lovely interview. A lot of energy. Yeah. And I really like what he said about, like, just we think we're awesome and we're going to say it and we deserve it. Like, if you're a band that is willing to go on tour and go on stage, you obviously think you're awesome or else you wouldn't have the balls to let anyone else hear what right. you're doing. So a lot of these bands that are, like, very aw shucks, yeah. like, we're not this bad. It's an act. Stop being fucking humble. You obviously, right? well, it's because it's bullshit. <laughs> and at least this guy's, like, honest about, like, we think what we're doing is great and we want people to hear it and, and he, deserve yeah. what we get. Uh, but he also did it in a way that was not obnoxious. Too. Yeah. You could do that. You could be Gene Simmons and oh, say, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. I I am great and all of you suck, you know, whatever. But he's he did it in a, like, sort of a humble, confident way, yeah. I would say. Because it's because it, once again, like the Jimmy Simmons thing to a degree is also an act. Right, that's well, true. Too. This it just felt like he actually feels that way, and he's just being honest. I also want to thank Shlomo for making that call. Oh and, my God! Yes, thank you for contributing, Shlomo. Uh, I w- oh yes, um, oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> Another ha- hardcore band I'd like to mention are New York Hardcore Kings, Madball. And Madball are releasing their upcoming new album, For the Cause. It's coming out June 15th on Nuclear Blast Records. For the Cause was produced by Rancid's Tim Armstrong, who's also featured on the album. And uh, it's pretty cool. They they got a little collabo with Ice-T, the legendary rapper, actor, and the frontman of Body Count. We're big supporters Oh, yeah. Ice tea and body count here at the Mental Ejection Livecast. Uh, Freddie Madball comments this record accurately defines the current state of our band, our sound, our state of mind, our ambitions, our flaws, and our attitude. You can visit nuclearblast.com for the cause. Is available on cassette, vinyl, CT, and t shirt bundle. Comes out next Friday, one week from Friday, June 15th. Nuclear Blast Records. That's Madball for the cause. Well, we teased it a little at the at the top of the show. Oh, we actually have a call. Let's take the call first. Let's see what this call is all about. Caller, you're on the live cast. You got a block number of some sort. Hello, if you've called into the show, say hello. Yo. Hello. Who's this? Yo. 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 Yeah. One knock, more time. Knock. Who's there? Knock loose. Knock loose who? 
knock loose you. <laughs> hang up on this fuck. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mario's in the chat. He's still oh. alive, so that's exciting. Maybe that was Mario. No, that was. That did not sound like yeah, Mario. Yeah, I feel like Mario would have way better delivery. Hilarious. That sounded almost like dead stretch. Like, like really confused and not really like on, <laughs> on a single track. But he's more hyper, I would say. Yeah, that's true. Two and three wide nut. That's the number. Area code 562. You're on the live cast. Yo. Who's this? Yo. Who's this? Hey, guys, it's Mario. Hey, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. You got us. <laughs> How are you, Mario? It's been a while. Long time, long time. I, uh, Yeah, it, it's been a bit. I've uh, just been dealing with a lot of shit, like been working more hours and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to to tell you guys, uh, oh. got a bit of a medical scare Uh-oh. this morning. Um, Did your penis get so caught in one of the milfs morning. that you were banging? <laughs> God. No, thankfully my penis is 100% intact, okay. Noah. What's, who's um, tacked and how many kids so, does she have? That was Darren. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a lot of uh, feedback on the phone. That's... Yeah, you're right. But anyway. Oh, hold on. That might be my fan. Hold up. Sorry, I got my fans going. If you can't tell me from Noah, I hate to see what kind of milfs you're banging. <laughs> um, so this morning uh, when I woke up, I found a bunch of blood on my pillow. Oh. And uh, tried the body. so I'm, I, I've been bleeding from my left ear pretty much all day. Do you go to the doctor? Uh, don't. Uh, I I tried to get an appointment for today, but they were booked, so I'm I'm going in tomorrow morning. Wait, I have a question. So, are you calling uh, us, and are you holding the phone to your bloody ear or to the regular ear? <laughs> I I have it. Uh, I have the 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 phone to my right ear, which is the the okay ear. Okay. But uh, I just need to say I am hearing impaired in one ear. <laughs> 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 oh my god! No wonder he can't hear you, Noah. Slow-mo. Pew pew pew! Were you at a concert last <laughs> night? Like, is it pouring out or just no, like a little bit? I, I'm... It, it's it's like trickling out. So it's it's a fair amount, but it's not like gushing or anything. Um. Does it hurt? But, um, no. What was that? Does it hurt? Yeah, uh, it hurts quite a bit, actually. Why um, didn't you just go to the emergency it, room? Of course. Because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't want to spend money. Mm. How um, much would that run you? But a I mean, it, um, well, I know that my copay is uh, like at least fifty dollars. Yeah, man. I went so to the emergency suck. room once for something. And it was like anxiety related and it was really nothing. Mm-hmm. And they did nothing. They gave me like aspirin or something. And it ran me like three hundred and fifty dollars yeah. plus the ambulance was like four hundred. Oh the ambulance, yeah. You get oh yourself God. to the yeah, hospital. That's that's the cost. Uber it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna ago. Uber it. Just I, fuck that. Um when the speaker fell on my head, that was like the first day that my insurance kicked in. Mm. Oh. So just imagine like Ooh. how many tens of thousands of dollars that fucking concert would have cost me what what concert was it again who was playing? uh green carnation what the hell is that not yeah. worth the injury no <laughs> no 
But I mean, a fifty dollar copay, <laughs> like your hearing, is definitely not worth fifty bucks. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but um, like I said, it's it's been going on all day, and it's like I can feel the blood trickling down the uh, my ear canal. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and so. It's year. really, really creepy. I mean, oh God. like, inside of your head is kind of important, so if you have blood pooling in there, it's probably not good. Yeah. You should have just went to your yeah. doctor's office and bled on their fucking rug until they agreed to see you. Yeah, this is an emergency. <laughs> yeah. God, I should have. Well, it's but still yeah, early I'm, enough, I'm going it? first thing in the morning tomorrow. Okay. Once you get back, will you go into the Discord chat and just let us know you're still alive? I'm yeah. worried about you, Mario. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll let you guys know. I'll be like, hey, I didn't kick the bucket. Thank you. Maybe he should send um, our friend Greg a message because Greg is an audiologist. But he doesn't do like ear bleeding. Okay. He just like does like hearing aids. Also, yeah, like tests. how could Greg help him from here in New York when he's well, in California? Can, Skype. Can Can you give me his number? I'll just send him a picture of the inside of my ear. Send him a dick pic. No he would probably love that. I gotta say, you're awfully calm for a guy with fucking blood pouring out yeah. of his ear nonstop. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, is it still bleeding? Or well, like, what? I mean, cocaine's a hell of a drug, I guess. It, it is. Is it, it still, is, it's, I, it's I'm still bleeding? Worried, but Are we talking a trickle yeah, or like a river of blood coming out of your ear? Oh, it's, it's just a trickle. If it was a river oh, of blood. Oh, thank goodness. It's just a minutes. trickle of blood coming out of your at, ear. Look at the fucking dedication. The kid's <laughs> bleeding from his fucking skull. He's still listening to the show and calling in. Now, it's a live play-by-play. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I have to. I don't want to be Debbie like, Downer, but could this be, like, HPV-related in any way? No. What you HPV jobs? Could this be HPV-related in any way? With these whoes that you're always... Uh, uh, HPV, it's like, it's not... HPV of the ear? Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. You're rubbing your ear on somebody's, uh, you know, bukiak. It doesn't make you bleed. It'll just give you ear cancer eventually. Oh, oh well. Maybe that's oh. what this is. Maybe oh, you no. had an ear tumor that <laughs> popped. A giant tumor in there. <laughs> oh my god. For fuck's sake. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if I do have like a brain tumor or something. Oh god. What? Okay, hold on. Let's let's go back what? a little bit. What like what do you uh, like? Did you? clean your ear with a q-tip and shove it in there a little too hard because it felt good or did you like listen to music really loud like <laughs> what were you doing before you went to bed last night nothing i was uh i was gaming I, like i was just playing the game and i didn't have any uh i didn't have a headset on or anything hmm. so i have no idea what caused it maybe um, a bug like that a bug oh. walked into your ear while you were sleeping. That is so Sid's scary. greatest fear. That's very to possible. That's not my greatest fear. I, I think Carrots. into my mouth would be worse. Carrots? That's your greatest my fear. My ear oh. started itching. Really? Yeah, Why into your mouth? That. I don't know. Like your mouth, you can control that. It's you just can grosser. It out. I've had that happen to me. You know how many I spiders sort of had that happen to me? Freeze. What? I had. I drank a soda that had a cockroach yeah, I had crawled the same into it. But I didn't swallow it. Like I spit it out. Yeah. I spit it out oh, before I swallowed it. You melted it in yep. your mouth? Yes. Mm -hmm. A dead oh. one, though. A dead yeah. one. Ew, it doesn't matter. I Same exact move. thing. I was like oh. eight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how old were you when it happened? This, I was an adult. Oh, From my 30s, yeah. That would have been way worse for me. So, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. About a it's year a or two ago, um, I had gotten food. I got a drink. I set it down. I went and took a shit. I came back. You know, the room's completely dark. I grabbed a drink. I drink it, and I feel something crawling on my face. 
No. So I turn the light on, and there are ants all over that cup. Oh. And I I know for a fact that I swallowed a bunch of ants. Ugh. Ew. Uh, yeah. I mean, ants are not as gross yeah. as a cockroach. They're, why? There's more of They're them. equally... I had a bug in my purse today. What kind of bug? It looked, it looked like a tick, but I was, was able to smush it. <laughs> yes, Leroy put a microphone in my purse so that he could spy at me. Oh <laughs> spy on me at work. <laughs> it looked like a tick, but I then you, I, I smushed it. So it definitely beetle? wasn't Maybe a, a beetle? Now I want to backtrack and know why you think you have a brain tumor. Yeah. No, you said he has a brain tumor. Oh. No, but then he said he, said he thinks he, he does. It, yeah. I tend to get, like, really bad migraines constantly. Um... And it gets to the to the point where I tend to lose vision in my right eye. That's not a brain tumor. If you have a brain tumor, no. it you the pain does not stop. Like it's there. It's just there. There's no such thing as you have. A oh yeah, brain... no. It's yeah. It's pretty constant. Like, I oh. it's not every mm. single day, but it's at least a couple times a week. You got to go to the hospital. Where yeah. I have yeah. Stop have talking like to us. A, uh, Why are you giving us a play by play? As entertaining as this is, and I thank you for calling in, you really should be at a fucking hospital. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Actually, go to the hospital and call us from there. Yeah. While you're sitting in the waiting room for yeah. five hours. Do a live remote. <laughs> yeah, we want to hear those hospital oh. ambient sounds. Yeah, could you do it? Could you read a blue chew ad while you're there? Would that be <laughs> or take a blue chew? <laughs> oh, go in there with a boner and a bleeding ear? <laughs> Oh. He probably is going to have a boater either way. It's Mario, mm. after all. Yeah, he doesn't need the blue tree. Yeah. <laughs> Could get some nurse's phone uh, number. By the, wiping the side of his head. Um, by the way, yeah. Like, can you examine this? Why? What's wrong? Oh, I got a headache. <laughs> Just examine my dick anyway. Yeah. Um, That's your line. <laughs> <laughs> um... How sad this could be the last time we hear that laugh. It's true. We'll have it. We have it recorded. It's okay. I'll forever live on in my laugh. Well, good luck, Mario. Uh, keep us posted on what happens. Yeah, feel better. Take a photo of your ear. We'll post it on our social media. Oh, my God. We'll send we it will. to Greg. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's how we'll send We'll have Greg chime in on our Facebook post. We'll tag him in it. There you go. <laughs> All of us. Maybe I, I cleaned it out a bit, so it's not like. Dripping. Oh, maybe like punch your ear then first. <laughs> what? No, get a fresh coat of blood for the photo. But when it's you do take the photo, because make sure to wear a live cast shirt. <laughs> yeah. You have like a rubber shirt you can bleed on. You mentioned that, like, you mentioned Greg is an audiologist, and we have Alan, who's a, a lawyer. I feel like everyone who did goofy things with us ten years ago is now has a respectable yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. It's like the anti-live cast curse. Whatever happened to that Frank guy that we used to have on the show? Frankie um, Godla? Oh, was that his name? Oh, you what know him, to that guy? You know him on a nickname basis uh, now? <laughs> uh, I, I, I still run Metal Injection. With what? Him. my partner in Metal Injection. Yeah. Still do that website? Yeah, that's where this show is hosted. What? That the show's on the internet. Oh. I was going to ask something. I, I just remembered. Mm. Uh, Raba, you're, you tend to know about um, pseudo-metal news. Um, oh, Jesus. I, excuse me. I read Lambgoat. You... I know about that, too. What's up? Okay. No, Lambgoat is real. I don't know. Um, is Episode Frankie title. Paul Mary dating a porn star? Oh, yeah, he's dating, like, some Japanese porn star. I didn't uh, really want to... Yeah, Hitomi right Tanaka. Yes. Wait, what, what, what is it? Hitomi Tanaka? Yeah. Sid, are you a big fan of hers? Yeah. 
I'm a fan. Oh, you know who she oh. is. Wait, Except like she's big her? old titties. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the Asian women with the large breasts. Who's dating her? Frankie Palmieri from Amur. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she posted something about mm-hmm. how they've been dating for years now. What? And how like he's like her yeah. rock or something like that. She's or got a couple of rocks already. She doesn't need him. <laughs> what does he do? Like catchphrases? Like he's, <laughs> he's her Evan Seinfeld. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, God. I mean, right? Like, yeah. Just following in that dude's yeah. footsteps. True. Or some other kind yeah, of Yeah, I, I followed her. Following I followed her on Instagram pussy. and I saw Frankie Paul Mary. I'm like, I recognize that guy. And I was like, wait a minute. Did you quickly I, unfollow like, her after you saw that? No, I still follow her. It doesn't matter. I'll still, still, still jack it to her. He gets a lot of hashtag free publicity from her uh, Instagram. Oh, oh God. I'm trying to see what she looks like. Nice. I didn't know. I thought <laughs> she, she was like just nah. in Japan and doing like the no pubes porn. Like where the crotches are blurred out. I didn't know she was stateside. She, I think she is in Japan. That's the thing. That they have, a, yeah, they have an Japan, LTR. But... Long term relationship. I think she's long distance. Long distance. LDR. Under- sorry, long distance relationship. Could be a long term. It could also. be. It is a LTR as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why I don't oh, see more Mary. of her. Uh, a little cuck. Yeah. Wait, what? Her, uh, Who's a literal cuck? Frankie Palmieri. Yeah. Well, he doesn't pay guys to have sex with her. And does that entail being a <laughs> they, cuck? Uh, you have to I, pay. That's it. Yeah, like you hire. I don't think that's accurate. I thought that's what it was. No. I think it's just when a woman uh, uh, has sex with someone else and berates you while doing it. Mm. Yeah, like you have to be present. I don't think he's mm. present for that. Oh, okay. You don't oh. think he's like holding the boom mic? I thought it was just in general. He's holding something else. Hey! It's penis. He's holding mic while he booms her. <laughs> oh my god. Noah just found her on her phone. Noah, how would you describe her? Yeah. Woman to woman. Uh, very sexy. I can't believe she's dating him. She could do so much better. Big old titties. Oh my Think about God. how many times people have said that about you, Noah. <laughs> this is true. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my... I, okay, this is... I'm just going to be looking at her pictures the rest of the show. All right, calm down now. <laughs> her boobs are so big. She can't even like her her bikini tab can't even contain them. Look at this. It must be a They're very like... difficult life. <laughs> her back must be uh, hurt. Strong. Strong. She has uh, yeah. strong back that he comes on. Long distancely. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's the one coming on it. It looks like my grandma's boobs. Oh, that's very attractive. Jesus oh, Christ! No, when she was a young girl. Why do you Wait, know what, what? Her oh, okay. like when she was a young I mean, girl? I just Why? assume this this is what her boobs look like. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> how where where you're thinking it's coming This is your grandma that was in the Holocaust? No, no, no. This is, this is the Christian one. <laughs> you never think about that. Like, what happened to the extra attractive women that were in the concentration camps? Rape. Like, did they, extra they got raped and then killed? Yeah. They didn't like treat yeah, them better. Probably. They didn't get like preferential treatment or anything. No, did, probably not. Did those Nazis really rape the Jews? I mean, they saw them as animals. I would imagine. How many people rape animals? I mean, it happens. Yes, I, I would imagine there were. I mean, it was so ideological. They were sixteen. Like no, I, I imagine there were some incel soldiers. Oh. <laughs> who just needed a little tang. Yeah, it goes hand in hand with being a Nazi. That incel stuff. No. There you go. Apparently. <laughs> Why, like, what does she see in Frankie Palmieri? I just, I can't deal with it. 
You said neck tattoo. It's got to be. <laughs> People have bad taste in music. That's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably... He Rob's built I mean, a career on that show. He's also, like, slightly more famous than her, I would imagine. Maybe there's some, like, prestige <laughs> things. How many followers does she have? We got a double... <laughs> yeah, <I> <laughs> She's worldwide, man. And she doesn't have people who hate her. He has probably as many people who hate him as who like him. True. Which I guess still counts as, like, fame. But she's like, uni Rob, hands over to the table. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's <geez>. universally <laughs> adored by anyone who knows her. He, it's like 50-50 at best. Can we play the, the diss track mm -hmm. that we wrote about Mr. Palmery? Yeah, sure. yes, yeah, please. Where is where's this picture that she posted? She posted a picture with uh, a world-famous DJ but also a big fan of hers who she went to surprise him. Seeing him this happy was a treat, she writes. <clears throat> you think that Frankie Palmieri like, is like Facebook stalking this guy now? I don't know. I, don't I, I imagine he has to be pretty like, confident in, in the relationship up. In, in, order to, <laughs> in order to maintain it. You know, like... You can't just go into a, a relationship with a porn star without like being cool with her being a porn star and meeting guys. I imagine, because mm -hmm. like if you're gonna be jealous, like why are you dating a porn star? You know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Like, why would she be dating him? That's that's my question. That's a good question. Can you yeah, interview honestly, him like, just to find way out? Way better. Well, wouldn't wouldn't we have to interview her to find out? Like, how would he know why she's dating him? Oh yeah. Maybe I'm sorry. does she? Are we sure she speaks English? Maybe she's just never heard the music. Well, why does she need to speak English to understand English. the music? Like, well, understand, understand the lyrics. lyrics. But the music? Well, I don't know. But does she speak English? Are there pictures of them together? Do we know that they've... Yes. This is more than yeah, just an where, online... Yeah, where are these pictures? I don't believe it. Because I'm just seeing a bunch of boobs on hers, on her Instagram. Someone's been catfished. A, a picture of them two together on, on her Instagram story sometime back, like oh, maybe a month ago. story. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how I found out. I was like, wait a minute, that's Frankie fucking Palmieri. <laughs> Gross. Um, yeah, she's she's cool because she, she likes anime too. So I found like, the photo. Oh, guess guess which one of my friends is is already following her? Robert Pezboni. Oh, God. Sid. Sean. Sid. It's got to be Sean. It's Sean. Ah! No, you said your friends, though. Oh, uh, yeah. I consider Sean a friend. I posted the photo of the two of them in the in the Discord. Just yeah. Sean and Noah? Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh you meant... Oh, I see. It was during, during their escapade. That's photoshopped. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> it looks, the shadows look pretty real. Where her tits go? She's, yeah. like, right up against him. Yeah, they're probably, like, under her armpits, maybe. He uh, probably just walked up to her and said, "Hey, I'm a big fan," and she gave him a hug. You know, she doesn't know who the fuck he is. B. Greg's no, she posted. She posted something about that. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It's a comedy show, Rob. Work with B. Me Greg's posted under this photo. I wonder how he felt watching her lifelessly take 500 cream pies in that one video. Oh my god, that's so. <laughs> no, I wonder with 500 cream pies, envious like. Rob, when, it's not food. When do you start getting numb to the cream pie? Like, is it like after 10, after 50? What do you after, mean by no. numb to it? Like, you, with the cream pie, I imagine it's an internal 
uh, or, or that's, well, like, yeah, that's what that is. Right. Anyone Somebody who's taking cream pies, please call in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rob, put your phone down. So a, a cream pie is when uh, uh, so, uh, a, a male uh, when you come ejaculates the- inside of a hole. You just made yeah. a cream pie a, sound so not sexy. Inside, inside a of a boozy or, uh, or like an anus. It's when a pair of penis ejaculates. Say it sexily, Rob. It's when you come in some fucking hole. Still bad. Come in a hole, baby. I'm leaving. So, when is it like? Uh, is there like too much shellacking of cream pie? Where no, like it just it's a hole, so it comes out. Shellacking? What are you talking? It's like about? dripped out, like the the walls of her Shellac. uterine. She gets a shellac manicure while you come in her. <laughs> so no, really, you, you like is she like cleaning herself out after each one? Because otherwise, or like, like have you ever watched a gangbang? No, I'm not into that. Oh, oh really? <laughs> not even for science? No. Really? That's way too many dicks. I'm not oh. watching porn for the dicks. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That so the, adding another <laughs> twenty dicks isn't like a selling point for. Me. Do you look away when the dick, uh, when it's a single dick, when the dick is uh, no? But sp- that's like I have normal one, sex. I have one bookmark that's really good because the husband is like very supportive. <laughs> <laughs> Like, supportive how? Like, what's he saying? No, it's totally not breaking the porn kayfabe. It's definitely the husband. He's very... It's not an No, actor. no, no. I, I, enjoy, like, I like watching her get robbed by all these different yeah. guys. Some of them are really gross, so I fast forward through them. But it's good that the man gave his approval for her. To yeah, do but her, her husband's like right there and he's like holding her uh. and just like, you know, just like uh, complimenting yeah, her and stuff like that. that. Yeah, and he's 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 like call you know he's like encouraging her to call the next guy. The one downside to that scene is the guy talks exactly like Rob describing the scene. <laughs> That's so great. Call, call honey. the next male. That's over. so great, honey. Next ejaculation. <laughs> His penis is just oh. is just hitting your clitoris just right. Uterine walls. Complete, sir. Go to completion! I know that Can you queue up the video? Do you know how vaginas work, Rob? You don't put your penis in a clitoris. Rob, you tease the clitoris. Rob tell it on himself all night long. (laughs) You can't put anything in a clitoris. It's not a. It's it not a. You could. Yeah, well, you'd have to cut it open. You could. You could rub it (laughs) with your. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's not how you get a cream pie. Yeah, cream pie is internal though. That's how you get a glazed donut. It's a whole different situation. <laughs> <laughs> but I, never my whole thing is like, I never heard it called a glazed donut. Is that what it's called? I feel like that was something in Sexual Jeopardy once, right? A glazed what? donut? So it was some That meant no. I glazed something. I feel like that. Well, if it was, I don't remember. Right. Um, but, like, if she's not cleaning herself out after every cream pie, then every subsequent dick is getting some other guy's yeah, cum that's up his dick. Like a hostess that, that's factory. Well, that, that's it. what I'm saying. It's like, when is it impossible to enter the vagina? Because it's there's so possible. much no, cum. It's gravity. Like, it's like what happens when you get into a full bathtub. Some of the water just comes yes. out. Yeah. There's oh, always okay. room for you. Spillage. Oh. Yeah. It's like jumping into the uh, the cream pie vat at the hostess Twinkie yeah. filling company. It's just like the smell after, like, 20 guys. Ugh. Just like Ugh, queefs no. about. You're not a fan of the semen smell. I mean, mm-hmm. of my You're own, a my little bit of it, sure. But like 30 guys worth just on the floor. Well, what if it just smells like your semen? And there's a towel under it. It's it. too much. It's just it, it just is intense. <laughs> That's no too much. Mario, too much what are much. your feelings on it? Mario says his My other, other ear is he's, bleeding. He's on the phone. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, sorry, I saw it in the chat, Mario. I forgot you were on the line still. But, uh, that's... Uh, that's why the ear is gonna have cream pie. My... Do you what watch is my gang... opinion on, like, cream No, gangbang porn, would you watch it? Or not so much? Uh, I have, but <laughs> I'm not that into it. I prefer, like, you know, one-on-one -on -one or, like, maybe a threesome, but on occasion. Threesome, uh, MMF or FFM? MFF? Uh, or FFF? Either. MMF. If it's, uh, if it's, uh, MMF, it's gotta be a DP, you know? Gotta be a DP. Oh, that's your yeah. requirement. Well, that's DP. like what I, I see what you're saying. Like, why else? Why? Why else watch an MMF? Right? Like, what other use is there for the mm. two men? For you? For your pleasures? Exactly. Would you ever? I think MMF? the only other one that I I like is like uh, Eiffel Towering kind of shit. Yeah, but that's silly. The DP is <laughs> yes, like the rest real. of this is serious. <laughs> yeah. The gangbangs are serious. Eiffel Towering is just come on, that's childhood. Any chili dogs? Hard work history? for gangbang. What are you talking about? Just working God. hard, that woman. No. Just laying there. It's, it's got to be a DP. Would you ever MMF? Um, honestly, probably not. Just because I would probably get jealous. Um, I had the opportunity. Uh, a couple years ago, but I didn't take them up on it. But also with Just Mario, you, you got to remember when you double the number of women, you double the chance that a kid is going to walk in the door. Could oh, be yeah. talking about five or six kids exactly. between these two broads. Well, I'm, well no, I'm asking, MMF is two men and one woman. Oh, MMF. I thought you said MFF. Sorry. I mean, but some some guys are dads. If the if the <laughs> would you That's do the, the episode title done? Yeah. If you do the MMF, does the other guy have to be a married man too, or do you not care? <laughs> well, well, the the couple that uh, oh, that yes. offered it to me were was my friends that are married and they have uh, three kids. I think you told us about wow. this. <laughs> yeah, she she's one of the uh, married women that I've I've been with. Right, right, right. Hmm. Yeah. You have to do it, but you have to make the guy scream, "My wife!" No, when well. he comes. That would be the only appropriate <laughs> yes. context. To do or, that. or he would say to you, "You better come in, my wife." Yeah. <laughs> put uh, your crumb uh, inside of her and get to put uh, semen and make a cream pie. <laughs> Yeah. I had a, t a yeah. slight detour here. Yeah. Around my neighborhood, oh, no. there's a place called Khram Dermatology. Oh. And every time I see it, I think that it's a place to bring your, your mean, penis to get looked at. It might be. <laughs> Khram Dermatology. <laughs> K-H-R-O-M. Yeah. Uh, I, this reminds me of a tweet I saw earlier uh, this week. Let's say goodbye to Mario. You need okay. to go lay down for your let's ear. Let's take a bite of Mario, did you say? Yes. Hi, Mario. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to read this tweet. Lesbian couples inherently have more privilege than heterosexual couples, as both partners can refer to the other as my wife in a Borat voice, whereas a hetero couple, only one party can refer to the other as such. Gay male couples have the least as neither is the my wife. That seems uh, a little bit um, anti-gay, I would say, because any any couple can say either of those to their partner at any time. You could say wow. that to a man. The First Amendment. You? Wow, you're yeah. really uh... just don't get it written on a cake. 
It was a narrow ruling. That's true. Narrow. Is it bad that I sort of am on the cake guy side? What's your reasoning? If I open a C- store... Time out. Uh, Sorry, I said I'll cut you off, but we should say oh, what yeah. we're talking about. So there was a Supreme Court case. The gay couple wanted um, a cake for their wedding, and uh, the baker refused. On so religious they, grounds, yeah, refused yes. the service. Then. But, like, first of all... Is there no other cake shop in Colorado that they could have gone to? Like, they had okay. to literally make a federal case of it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I open a store and I'm an asshole and I don't want to take certain people's money, my loss. Why do I have to take people's mm-hmm. money that I don't want to take? That's all. But, like, what if it's it was dis- black people? Discrimination. Would you say the same yeah. Thing? Then people should stop coming to my store until I go out of business. So it's you like, can't, it shouldn't be a legal thing. You can't it's say just, I'm not going to take your money. Don't shop here. That's discriminatory. But it's also his loss. They could go shop somewhere else. He loses out on that. But money. that leads to a lot of bad scenarios because, like, if all the shops did that, then there would be no place for black people to shop. Or well, sure. I, if you're the only place that somebody can go for this thing that you're providing, sure. But a cake, I feel like you could just well, go somewhere. Well, else. where is the limit? If one, if two people refuse to serve them, it's okay. But I haven't if five thought it don't? this far through. I just feel like if you open a store, <laughs> well, you want to be an asshole. Well, we're, be ta- an asshole well, we're talking. Well, we're talking it through. That's why yeah. this is wrong because it could lead to an extreme. Uh, version of so what did the supreme court say they said that uh i think in this specific case uh the colorado guy didn't have a fair trial or something uh, in the lower court so it has to be retried sending it back down they didn't say he's free to do what he wants they just said it needs to be relitigated something like that yeah all right yeah it wasn't a wide-ranging uh, decision. I just feel like with Yelp now, this could be handled in house. We don't need to take <laughs> it to the Supreme Court. Well, from there, and I, 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 you know, if I, if, if I was being discriminated against, I'd be like, "Fuck you," and I would go get. But I feel like that the from the law's side, the law really needs to protect things like this because you, it would just be rampant discrimination if we didn't have that. I feel like certain things, yes, cake's not important enough of a thing. <laughs> well, again, where's the line? Like cakes, met doctors, lawyers, like uh-huh. necessities. Okay, what about like food necessities? What if a, a grocery, grocery store, store cannot do it? Diner, but for cake, for dessert items, I think you should be able to discriminate. <laughs> That's the because it's frivolous. That's only it's bad for your health. This this fucking homophobe is preventing your diabetes. Say thank you and keep your money. Mm-hmm. So McDonald's can discriminate too because they're but McDonald's yeah. has desserts. So the desserts they can discriminate, but like <laughs> the rest of the, the salads, wouldn't they? And the McCafe. But if they prevent like minorities from getting Big Macs, aren't they doing them a favor? According yes, to your logic, they are. <laughs> but okay. The, okay, but the cheeseburger they have to serve. I got you. Why? The Big Mac is just that's too much. Too much. Too many calories. It's, it's two burgers. <laughs> Let's come on. Cheeseburger is plenty. Get that. Get like a medium fries, maybe a sausage burrito. Get the fuck out of there. Okay. There you have it. Yes. <laughs> My favorite uh, bad version, bad argument, bad take on this is like, well, if a white power group came in and asked me to make a Nazi cake and I turned it down, mm. would that be wrong? And my answer to that is, well, yes, because wh- a white power group is promoting hate. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a completely different scenario. Right, but what if you're an atheist and somebody wants a Jesus cake? Should make the Jesus. Well, care. What do I care? What if you don't want to? And also, why like, wouldn't I want to? If you're then religious, you're if you're religious yeah. and you're owning this cake shop, then you think of the gay people as what we think of the white supremacists. But the also Nazis. the the Nazis. But the Nazi thing is something that you can objectively say 
is disgusting. Like, well, I, that's hate uh, speech. That's got right. its own set of laws. Around. Yeah, like with that with that argument, a Christian would say that objectively, a, a gay thing is okay. Thing. So, but the law of the land says right. that that actually is hate speech. Right. The law of the land says gay people are allowed to get married. Yeah. He's not stopping them from getting married. Right. I'm How did they get that. married without a cake, Sid? Just go to Carvel. It's ridiculous. They don't have Carvel in Baskin Colorado. Rob, Baskin Robbins. Get a nice ice cream cake. It's cool. They don't want a basic pitch cake. What? <laughs> what? No, I Can they know. just send some friends in to get the cake? <laughs> like, but, do they have to but go it's in there? probably well, why gay would you themed, give the, why, Well, I don't know. That, but, like, why would you want to give them the business at that point? No, it says, like, you know, Harry and Fred on it. Congratulations. But maybe, so say Harry and Fred are twin brothers. It's their birthday. We're getting them a cake. Why? Why are they getting married on their birthday? It doesn't say married on the cake. Wouldn't there be two little men on the top of the fucking thing? You can do that separately. You don't need the fucking cake maker to put the little plastic figurines. You take the cake outside and do that. Wasn't this two women, by the way? No, it's two guys. Two guys. Two like, women would have made their own goddamn fucking cake and moved on with their <laughs> life. They had a whole friggin' show. Said. Women are bakers, clearly. They get only. shit done. <laughs> well, oh, speaking I, of... I thought you were saying women would make cakes because they bake. No, more. no, no. Just because lesbians get shit done. Okay. I, I want to make sure we're not being offensive. No. That is pretty offensive. <laughs> yeah, but it's lesbians. a positive stereotype, at least. Um, so did these guys end up getting married? Did they have a yeah. cake? Or is this all still just waiting until this trial? Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, no, no, we no. want your goddamn no, cake. No, they got another cake. Oh, it's just okay. the first of all, if they got forced to make that cake, what do you think would have been in that cake? <laughs> How many different yeah. bodily fluids would have been or in that razors. cake? Well, he probably thinks they're into that, so maybe he wouldn't have done <laughs> Well, again, I think it's more the principle. I don't think right. they were like, we want this. The suit right. wasn't over the cake. It was over the discrimination and like the, the emotional thing. damage uh, of, of being refused service, which... Hey. Emotional damage. I think that's silly. Even yeah, though I'm for, I'm for the, the, the law... Being as such, mm-hmm. I think emotional damage is... They, they weren't emotionally damaged. That's just like a legal term to add a little thing onto it. Mm-hmm. It's a way to case. get money out of people yeah. when there's no law codified that the, you can't do anything. Yeah. Money to go buy a cake somewhere else. Well, speaking about the law, we talked about Isaiah dying at the top oh. of the show. Well, Chuck did. All right. Let's talk about it. Hey, didn't you want to play the Amir song, by the way? Oh, we can play that at the end of the show. Uh, we got it. The uh, so as I lay dying, of course, the singer a few years ago got arrested because oh. uh, he was talking to an undercover cop who he thought was a hitman, and he made it clear to the undercover cop who was a hitman that he wanted his wife murdered. So he got arrested for that, and he got sentenced to six years, served two. Still don't see why that's not entrapment. Not that I promote what he did, but it just seems like they suckered him into it. Mm, he was the one that asked yeah, about it. Was it was his idea. But he asked him, didn't, I don't want to get too derailed, but I, yeah. thought, I thought he asked uh, He asked a legit person about it. He asked a steroid and, dealer, I believe. Right, and then that guy told the cops, and then the cops set him up and sought him out to get him to do it again on a wire. Isn't that what happened, or am I mistaken? Uh, the, he asked the, his steroid dealer. Right. The steroid dealer was already being investigated by the cops. The steroid dealer went to the cops and was like, hey, 
I have this friend who just asked me about hiring a hitman. Oh. And then so the cop, there was no like second thing. The cop, I thought the cop went in as posing as a steroid dealer. And no, 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 no. The steroid dealer. I mean, like, I'm sorry, posing as a hitman. Yes. The cop went in posing as a hitman. Yes. So to me, that's entrapment. And not to defend Tim Lambesis, because I do think he's a heinous person. But why is it entrapment? If- because he goes up to the guy and says, hey, you know. No, he didn't solicit. No, Lambesis was asking his dealer his if he dealer. knew any hitman. Yeah, and the dealer recommended the cop. And then I the- see. Yeah, All right, yeah. that's the detail. I did. He didn't yeah. just, like, cold call. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Take it all back. But I think there is, there could be a defense in saying nobody was harmed. And that's why he didn't get life in prison. Well, that's why he didn't get life in prison. And so he gets out and uh, uh, sidebar, he sues the city because apparently they weren't giving him uh, the proper, boobs the jail. proper uh, testosterone, I believe. And he was getting, he, his body was producing too much estrogen. Uh. And they got some uh, some meatloaf and Fight Club old uh, bitch titties. But he can make a cake now. That's the upside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a sidebar. But anyway, so then he got out. He said. Wait, so he sued the city. Did he win? I think. I don't think it's been concluded yet. I think it's still it's ongoing. It's process. Uh, he owns the name As I Lay Dying. And he said that he was looking to reactivate it. A few months ago, eight months ago, there were rumors that it was a new band. Uh, like all the other members of the band were not in, but then like all the other members of the band, who started their own band, uh, they were started. Uh, people started asking him in the interviews, like, "Oh, would you ever consider reuniting with Azalea Dying?" And they wouldn't say no. They would say like, "I don't have any ill feelings towards Tim or people grow. And like at the time I was like, this is pretty weird. Cause two years ago they were talking about how this guy completely like fucked up their lives. And That's because that like their, new their band careers War is probably not making them as much. Well, yeah. They, yeah. they moved on to woman war. It was nowhere near as successful as they lay dying was a very, very successful rock band. They Does he own really the rights well. to all the music too, or just the name? I think he owns the rights Royalties. to the name. Couldn't they have just the renamed Royal... themselves as We Lay Dying <laughs> and gotten a new singer? Like, everybody would have known what it was, and it's fine. There you a- go. As I Dude... recline, mildly ill. Yeah. Deuterino yeah. recommends uh, As I Lay Dying AD. <laughs> sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, so just last Friday, As I Lay Dying's Facebook page, which hasn't been active in a year or so, uh, posted a teaser of new music it was like 45 seconds and it was a video and in the video everybody's face was obscured you only see their hands so Noah, this is mm, big for you this well, is boy. where my specialty comes in be careful Noah. well i think if you if you go in so all weekend well i can tell you if it's the hands of the previous of nick hippa or the go in guy. there and check because i'm yeah. pretty sure it is because People have analyzed the hands, the tattoos, the instruments. No, how are the hands? It's a very there was a very forensic uh, uh, situation, and basically the whole the classic li- like the lineup that was the band before they broke up is back together, and to me the the crazy thing about it is like nobody minds <laughs> uh, because I did a poll on the story on the metal injection story. Uh, it, like, how do you feel about new As I Lay Dying music? And let me give you the the fresh results. Thousands, literally thousands of people voted in this. And, and you could only vote once, so there was no cheating. 
Uh, the options were... It's all Russian bots. How do you feel about new music from <laughs> As I Lay Dying? The options were, I'm a fan looking forward to new music. I was a fan, but can no longer listen to it because of the criminal charges. I was not a fan, but I'm now curious due to the criminal oh, charges. No. I was not a fan Rob and will not be checking this out. Oh, okay. These, I, I thought these were comments. No, these are the Choices. options. Okay. And I'm, so, I'm not a fan of the music, but I'm a big fan of hiring a hitman to kill your to wife. Kill a woman. As I said, Rob knows the website. I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to have any funny choices. Because I knew people would pick the funny one and then it wouldn't be an accurate survey. I was truly curious here. So as of this moment, 8,200 people voted. 80% say they're a fan looking forward to new music. Okay. That's 6,600 votes. And only 10%, 868 votes, say I was a fan, but can no longer listen because of the criminal charges. But also, probably the only people that click through on the story are people who are fans. That's true. There would be a bias. There would be an inherent bias in the... So there you go. They have 8,000 fans left in the country. <laughs> no, I don't know. Also, 0.01% uh, uh, said I can't listen to it because blood is pouring out of my ears. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a very specific person. As I lay bleeding. <laughs> Oh, Mario. Poor Mario. Whatever. We're giving him a good last night. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy to me because I for sure thought that like, oh, like who's going to want to work with this band? Like who's going to want to be his publicist? Who's going to want to go on tour and support this band? But it seems like everyone's just like moving on. Everyone's like, well, yeah. I I bet the line is like, oh, he served his time. We talked about it. He apologized. He read the Bible a couple of times. Oh, Group heritage. Oh, he already said that he's like found God again. Yeah. yeah. There you go. The Bible causes tits in men. And, you know, for, for these other guys, I, I feel for that. Like, I, I they have my sympathy because, I mean, they didn't do anything wrong and they lost their careers. And it's not fair to them. Like, why... Why should they lose their career? I mean, but like, they didn't, though. yeah, it's if if you go back to what Jamie was saying, then like, why treat it like a tragedy? You lost your career, but just go out there and just keep doing the best job that you can. Because you have bills to pay, have and you ever you're heard an of the adult. Band New Order. Yeah. Sure, yeah, you know they were Joy Division beforehand, but then the dude from Joy Division killed himself. Mm -hmm. They still had they found yeah, a way Foo to be Fighters. successful. But that's different. That's a different scenario. Why? It's not like you still make it like you don't rely on one person to define who you are yeah. and your talent. Well, they're not. Well, it's just he owned the name. I know, but it's like putting too much onus on that. Just go I out see. there and do your own thing. So you think they should have stuck it out with World War, which was or not just, making money. Or, or just maybe, done a better job. Yeah, maybe they just suck as musicians and don't deserve to be successful. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what this whole thing highlighted. Ouch. Hey. The market speaks. This is real talk. Yeah. Did you go see them on their tour, Rob? Woven War? No, yeah. I didn't like them. Well, there you go. And you're the you're the tastemaker. You're the gatekeeper. <laughs> I wrote about him. Yeah. What'd you say? That he didn't I, like I did not offer an opinion. Not a fan. Like, hey, do you like this? Three horns out of five. <laughs> we don't do horns. We don't do horns. No. Oh. So who does the horns? Metal sucks. <laughs> Lamb goat. No, just metal sucks. <laughs> you gave him three mics? Or is that the source? That is, or XXL. Three stretched balls. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, though, you can't tell how many there are. It's just a big, like just a to big knot. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the rating system on Metal Injection? 
It's just a uh, like uh, out of like stars. Something out of ten. No, there's no star. Just like a number. Something out of ten. Like five out of ten success. Oh, okay. Like that's what I mean. What's the highest rating that's ever been given on Metal Injection? Ten out of ten. For like Lemon how on? often? No, I don't. Well, we gave one to uh, sleep. Their, their most recent What's album. the lowest rating ever? Have you ever given a zero out of ten? Yeah, for Lulu. <laughs> That's for the only Lulu. one? It was a two-word review. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Who I wrote, wrote that? It. Oh, I feel like there's so much to say about it, that it, why it sucks, though. Are you going to do it's like a 10th anniversary retrospective post on Lulu? Has, yeah. well, how many years has it been so Almost far? Almost 10. 10-year retrospective. What? It still sucks. <laughs> you should like take a pilgrimage to Lou Reed's gravesite. Oh. Like, I have so much respect for Lou Reed. I love... Uh, the Velvet Underground and, and oh, Nico. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. It's great. It's it a is. great album. I put it on all the time. It's such Their a... Their entire discography yeah. is great. Sure, but that album in particular. Yeah. But Lulu is not... Lulu bad. is the opposite. Uh, what else is going on in the world? Got a bunch of links here. Oh, we wanted to try the Sid. So uh, my wife brought this home yesterday because apparently she doesn't love me as much as I thought she did. It's uh, something called Sweet Heat Skittles. Aww. And this is not a live read, I assure you, because we're probably going to think this is horrible. It is fruity flavors with a spicy kick. So this is spicy Skittles spicy for, some, for some reason. And we're going to try it now because but I Darren don't know what the Darren said this would this be a worse be. experience than eating Hollow No, I did not. He said it would be comparable. I said it would be oh. almost as bad as Hollow oh, okay. who's, who's going first? Who wants? I guess I just want to get it over with. Have to have. Oh, you give it to the man first. He he has bigger hands. All right. So uh, I, I have a bunch of yellow ones. So I'm going to take them together. I'm guessing it's a piña colada flavor. Oh my god! You gave me forty of them. <laughs> okay, I just want the pink one. Let's all go in turn. Don't oh, you all? I got six. At the same time. Okay. Oh, this this tastes like throw up. The regular so far, skittles so far like just tastes like skittles. Oh, it's spicy. I don't get. I'm not getting the spicy. Regular Skittles taste like throw-up, so you can't really... I like regular Skittles. This... I'm getting the heat, I guess, but it's very, like... It's very mild. Artificial. Well, I'm... it's weird it, to say it artificial like about this, because obviously... Or, no, I don't taste this, but maybe I just got the sweet one. Oh, I kind of taste it now. This is, as Doug Benson has said in a joke, two of my favorite things ruining my enjoyment of two of my favorite things. Yeah, there's no reason for this. Why does this exist? Mine isn't hot. It tastes like regular Skittles. You just get a little, like, tingle. Yeah. This is gross. I feel like yeah. I'm eating a chemical. Yeah. Well, you are. Well. <laughs> um, yeah. Put them away. Also, I'm pretty sure you're just eating pig fat. Mmm. Ew. Have some more. I'm going to power through and finish this because I don't like wasting money. Anybody else want more? No. Of this horrible cents. thing? It's like no, I want some of those chips that you're keeping away from me! So, I was almost right. Lulu... Came out in 2011. Seven years old. Still. Wow. Who will be president on the 10-year anniversary? <laughs> Good question. Uh, that and uh, also I discovered while looking this up, um, David Bowie called it a masterpiece. Oh, God. And likened it to his 1973 album, Berlin. As an ahead of its time, misunderstood Marvel. Well, maybe, maybe in... Uh, 2021 we will be like oh we finally get it well if we do then the world's in a lot of trouble what would have to happen to make that a, a well-received album trump gets reelected, everything is suffering and we realize this album was just like ahead of its time and that it or was giving us that suffering we need more suffering in the world 
it was just a, a prediction or, of the or future. Or maybe, yeah, yeah, that suffering is getting was to get us used to the suffering that is to come. Mm-hmm. I see. So small doses, and then. And also, Trump makes that song the national anthem. <laughs> we must worship him. Oh, he doesn't even know the current national anthem. So. Well, speaking of Trump, he also doesn't know math. Here's a. Here's a flashback from the Howard Stern show. Really quick one. The thing about Warren is we know those people. We grew up with people whose parents did donate the wings to Wharton, and they didn't get in. So it's uh, just to set this up, this is Howard Stern interviewing Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., and Ivanka Trump talking about the college that Donald Trump Jr. went to, Wharton School of Business, which is a very exclusive school. And the idea is that, you know, they paid their way in. The thing about Wharton is we know those people. We grew up with people whose parents did donate the wings to Wharton, and they didn't get in. So it's not, you know, he couldn't buy our way in even if he wanted to really. All right, it I'm really going to ask you a tough question. Yeah. Wharton School of Business. Yes. What's 17 times 6? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's what it is. See, that's not a practical. 96? Wrong. 94? That's, wrong. That's one, not a one. practical application, though. Ivanka, uh, 17 times 6? It's 11, it's 11, 12. It's, it's 1, 12. Wrong. <laughs> 17 times 6. 17 times 6. Anybody know? 92. 102. It's 1. Six times seven, uh, forty-two. Oh God! Four. No, I know. One, You're right. One twelve. One twelve. It is one twelve. One twelve. Look at you, you genius. Uh, uh, right, the kids didn't know. That? That's why you're dead. No, that's why I'm dead. You're yeah. wrong. Yeah, right, 112. Well, I have a question. Because the two yeah. richest guys in the room came the closest. Wait a second. Six I want to go 42. back. Seven plus four. Oh, my goodness. Well, do it. Get what is it, Benji? Six times 20 minus two times six. 42 plus... 10 times 6 is 60 is 102. Or better yet, just bring out a calculator. What is it? 108. 120 minus 12. It's 102. What is it? It's 102. Donald, you're wrong. Donald Jr., you're wrong. I bought you wrong. I'm right. Hire me. Yeah. Good bit. Also, I did want to read this uh, Mike Pence thing. Darren, you got this going. By the way, Rob, what's 17 times 6? Uh, 2,704. 102. Okay. Cheater. <laughs> I would have done it. I would have done the math. These Skittles are so bad. I ate the whole fucking bag. Why? I don't know why. You They're still them. in my mouth. Now, so was it worse... <laughs> To eat the Skittles or, quote-unquote, waste the money, which would be, like, what, 50 cents, 75 cents? A dollar at most? Wasting the money is worse. Um, Wasting the... So you've never wasted a dollar. No, I have, but I felt bad about it. I have two more by my microphone. Will you eat them? No. They're going to go to waste, then. It's only two. It's not a whole bag. Oh, it's so bad! Oh, Darren, you wanted to talk about uh, the baseball games, these little uh, these little chants that uh, people are... Oh, yeah. No, I... I so I umpire a lot of softball games, um, like for girls' high school games. And so they're like 14 to 18. And they do these chants. Like, they while they're playing, they're kind of their own cheerleaders. So they'll be like, you know, we need a single, just a little single, S-I-N-G-L-E, whatever. So they have a, a hundred different ones and I'm doing a game and I hear one that I never heard before. So you start to get to know these, you know, 
but there's a new one, and they go, um, everybody hit this ball like this. That's do it, do it, do it now. Hit it good. Hit a homer just like you should. Hit that pussy just like you should. Not making this up, and I, I had to like keep from bursting <laughs> out laughing. Did you sing along? No, I ha- what? I want to sing the Kaya fucking my neck, my back in front of a bunch of teenagers. Well, you teenagers. probably have the mask on, so they wouldn't know it was coming from you. Yeah, okay. You got to twerk. I like my job. <laughs> Twerking wasn't a thing yet back then, was it? Well, Kaya? Yeah. I think it was always a thing. It oh. just didn't break into like okay. white mainstream media back Fair. then. Oh, this was uh, from a while ago or currently? No, the no, this was current, but they, yeah. the song was old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, what was the other one? I told you the other one. I can't remember it now. There was another... Uh, oh, it was a System of a Down. It was something what? like a... It was... Um, oh, what the fuck song was oh, it? Oh, uh, um, I heard another one. It was High Hitter. <laughs> Hit that ball now. Yeah. <laughs> Were you there or something? Yeah, I was one of the girls cheering. She's the music director for this team. She's the orchestrator. Heil <laughs> <laughs> Hitler, how you doing? <laughs> Let's talk about this no effects thing, Sid. Yeah. Everybody's apologizing. I'm so bummed out by some people that I thought I respected uh, over the last like week or two. Between them and Sam B. Well, uh... The Sam B thing is, is a separate thing. The, this thing, so NoFX played Vegas. They played, uh, I believe it was called Punk Rock Bowling. Yep. And uh, they I, this was in, in the same area where that massacre happened at that country festival where a bunch of people died from being shot by a sniper. And a so terrorist. They, they, uh, they, they said this in relation to it. Let me play the audio. Thank you. That was the Iron Maiden. Yeah. Yeah. We played a song when you get shot. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't say getting shot in Vegas unless you're, I mean, if you're in a country band. You know, it's, I mean, that, that sucked, but at least they were country fans, not punk rock fans. Mmm. Cringe. Fully I didn't support understand. It. Fully support that statement. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't understand what he said. What did he say? So, something about getting shot. And then someone else said, "You can't get you can't get shot in Vegas unless you're in a, a country, country band, band. Oh. or a country fan." Uh, and, and then, then someone took out a rifle, and he was like, "Well, I'll show you." And then Fat Mike said, "But at least they were country fans and not punk rock fans." That's so fucked up. Uh, That's what they do, though. That's everything about them is just saying and doing the most fucked up thing. I don't know why wow. anyone is surprised. No, it's not that it's, it's surprised. not that they're surprised. It's, it's still a dickish thing to say. It's yeah. But Especially don't, apo- don't apologize in the place. Yeah, that's fine. In I the place that. where it happened, like there are people in the crowd, that's bold, who were probably might have been at the no, country thing, no, or they had no. friends or family there. Why not? No. You're wrong. I I saw responses to this about like people saying like I was in the crowd and you know my my sister or whatever was there and I can never listen to NoFX again. So you're wrong. All right, not a big loss. They have plenty well, of fans. They're fine, and they shouldn't have apologized. But what they said was wrong. What do you mean it was wrong? It was here's why they. they here's why they. Say I'll it, tell you why they. Apo- about right or I'll wrong. tell you why they apologized. Why Sam B apologized. Why these people are apologizing. Because because of money. Because with the Sam B thing. Yeah. Well, I still think that's lame. With the Sam B thing, it's like, hey, either you apologize, or not only are you losing your job, these two hundred people that depend on you for their livelihood are losing their job. 
And so she didn't want that on her. It wasn't worth the joke. Okay, it's still lame. Much like with this, this joke isn't worth Here's the thing. All, all the heat they lost, their spot, some they got kicked number, off. Some percentage of those 200 people that work for Sam B were in the editing booth when they, after they taped that episode, but before mm-hmm. they aired it. Mm-hmm. Some of those people worked at TBS Standards and Practices mm-hmm. after they, ta- they taped that episode, okay. but before they aired it, which all happened after Roseanne's entire cycle we of We should explain what happened. would happen with uh, Sam Bieber. She called Ivanka Trump a feckless cunt. Mm-hmm. It was bleeped. It's a taped show. Everybody at TBS, everybody at Sam B yeah. knew what she said, knew how it sounded, knew what the joke was. They were all cool with it. Mm-hmm. They put it on the air. And then there was some right-wing backlash, so the next day they apologized. Like, it was right. some huge thing that they crossed the line, and it was a mistake. You all were on board less than a day ago. I think that so says more shit. about the bad judgment of them not taking it out. I they agree with They bleeped it. It's fine. But Whatever. it's not the fact that they bleeped it. It's the fact that they use, would use that joke, which is not a good joke. It's not even a joke. She just called her a feckless cunt. There's no joke right. there. You're, you're right. I agree. A lot of her thing is like more anger and rage than jokes. Yeah, There's but it's a better way to say the same thing. And I think like. But they, if that's the way she wanted to say it, that's. Her. Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like if that's what she. I mean, there's no, no law that says yeah. that she can't go on TV. It's just like really poor judgment. Yeah, and much maybe, like this joke. Much like the this fact, FX joke. The was... fact that they got the backlash, whether it came from idiot Republicans or not. And I did see like a lot of also left people saying that that was not a good thing to say. But then like the the best take I saw about Zambi's situation was Anthony Jeselnik retweeted it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact phrasing, but it was basically like, and here is exactly why Hillary Clinton lost the election. What? I don't get it. Because the the left wing just backs down and admits defeat so easily with some of this shit. And it's just like a weakness. They, she lost the election off, because they because didn't... she apologized for the deplorable thing. Just, guess just weakness, just left wing weakness in at, in the face of this kind of bullshit. When I mean, everybody knows that the right wing outrage on this was just a tactic and not mm-hmm. genuine outrage. Why? Well, so agree. why play into it? Because they were going to lose their sponsors, and then were they? That, Is that yes. a fact? Which sponsor? Well, then why would they apologize? I don't know. It's just dumb. I don't think because there was clearly sponsors. a threat of a loss of the show. That's what I'm telling you. That's why these. Yeah. Things happen. I think they did it preemptively to head off the possible threat of the loss. Are you kidding me? Why did Roseanne apologize like two seconds after she said that racist comment? It wasn't two seconds. It was a good amount of hours. Well, whatever. Okay, yeah, it was a good amount of hours because in the morning ABC called her. That's a racist comment. That's different than what Sam B. I understand, but the the. Uh, reasoning for her like she's she wasn't sincerely sorry she went right back to it right after yeah. she apologized she because got fired. she got threatened at the time before she got fired she got threatened with getting fired and what did the apology do for her well in that case it was Jack too late shit, so why bother well with the sam b thing it kept her on the air she's not getting fired it was an attempt to keep her show but yeah it was, it was too late anyway. at that point yeah for roseanne and what Sabi did is nowhere near as offensive as yeah, what exactly. Roseanne so did. It was a false equivalence. I yeah. agree. And, it's totally and, what the right wing does. And if anything, I think that's an indication more of how poor the judgment was on Sam B's part to just lob a softball over the plate. It was just like the the Kathy uh, Griffin thing with the the decapitated head. Like, mm, why are you doing? Like, why are you as extreme as that? I it's well, that like that was a joke too. She didn't really decapitate. It's reenacting the murder of a president as opposed to just calling somebody a cunt how is it any different I thought the cunt is worse honestly. really yeah i do because right. i not, not because of what it says about ivanka because i think if you had gone on tv and said ivanka's a, a fuckhead or an asshole i would totally support that because she is one uh, i think yeah, no one a, here no one here is uh, praising ivanka. i think call, it's not the vulgarity of it it's the fact that you're 
bringing in now demeaning language about women to criticize a woman. So it but takes, it's a woman saying it. I don't think that matters. I think like so like I think you're you're taking the focus off of what is really shitty about the Trump family and making it about the fact that you know she has a vagina. You you know what I mean? It's like it's sort of pushing all the valid criticism into this little box of shit. But criticism. once again, it was bleeped. But you know what she's saying? I mean, you yeah. got the point, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not bleeped. To, it's it, bleeped for TV standards. Yeah. It's not bleeped. Was it bleeped on the online version? They usually I have it know. uncensored. And yeah. it's not bleeped to obscure the point getting across. It's sure. A, it's bleeped. Yeah, it's not like people didn't know she said cunt. It's just... Is this the first time people have said cunt in, like, the last few years? It's I hear it fairly frequently. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, like, like, towards a politician. TV. Context matters, yeah. too. If you're saying yeah. it about... Also, time. All right, look. All right, look if, you, you go to a Trump rally, you're not going to see people with shirts and signs that have that word on it? Let me put it this way. It's not that the word shouldn't exist or whatever. If Ann Coulter went on TV tomorrow and said Hillary Clinton's a cunt, would you be in support of that or not? It's Ann Coulter. Right, but it's a shitty thing to say, and I agree. She, I don't, all she does is I don't say think, and I am the, I am a huge detractor of Hillary Clinton, and I do not support calling her a cunt because it's not what's wrong with her. Uh, this reminds me that people are making the point. You know, Trump was outraged, of course. How dare whatever. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Ted Nugent has called Hillary yeah. Clinton a cunt, yeah, and, and he invited him to the White House. Incredibly wrong right. too, and Trump's a hypocrite. Of so this course. is not about him. Yeah. It's not about him. He's it's never just, apologized for jack shit, so I don't know why all these random celebrities have to be more responsible than he does. Because doing the right thing is important to set us apart from fucking scumbags. I, I just don't think it was the right thing. I don't think it's the right That's... thing to call a woman a cunt. If you have a problem with her, say what the what the argument is. There's no reason to call a woman a cunt in that context. Like if you if you're Anthony Jeselnik and you're doing a roast or something. That's okay. You're doing a political yeah. show. I don't know. I feel like if one woman wants to call another woman a cunt, that's her right. It's her right. It's not yeah. that it's not her right. Not I, just, saying, I don't, and I don't think, think it's... A lot of... A uh, few people in the chat are agreeing with Sid, Mario, Doug Levison, Dudorino. Uh, and I want to just point out, like, it's very easy for you guys to say this because you have no stakes. There's nothing for you to lose to say that they shouldn't have backed down. Like, what What does it matter either way to you? Like, for them, there are... There are stakes that like matter to their life involved with the apologizing or not like with no effects or with Sam B I'm sure they were going to like lose book like they wouldn't be able to continue with their career over a dumb joke and it no just wasn't worth it would easily be able to continue with their career they lost they got booted off their own festival because the festival so were they going to all be homeless because of this it would blow over in They're like a month, homeless. but it wouldn't It'd blow, blow over, over in a month. That dude's a multi-millionaire many times. Well, here's the thing. Five. Here's It wasn't worth it to them. It wasn't worth it. That's lame. And, that's lame because they have this entire image or, as this band that doesn't give a fuck and is all about being offensive and shit. Right. Can I, can I well, something, you could still Rob, not give I, a fuck. Hold on. You yeah. could still not give a fuck and realize that, oh, this one thing, this was a little too far. This was not. I do so give a fuck. So did they get from their tour? Well, the apology came after the tour. Okay. And it wasn't the tour. It was a, a week, a festival okay. that weekend. So what did the apology undo? It, they My respect they for them. That's what. God damn it. I no longer respect. That's right. No effects. That's right. Um, my point is, all right, so they're like the, like an irreverent band or whatever, and they have no, st their stakes don't matter. They're going to continue being rich or whatever. So why do they do it then? Because it was funny to them. Wait, or why do they no, apologize? Why do they apologize? I don't know. Well, the the answer to me is Rob's right that they had stakes 
and they didn't want all these people to get fired and they realized they had to do that to sort of salvage some kind of like redeeming factor out of this yeah like i think also it's like they let people they care about down and also like, like does anyone believe any of these apologies i do, i agree with you you I know think i don't i believe here's no effects as apology and i think it's it's actually a very good we apology were drunk and on drugs because that's true i think the they fact that are. people apologize the fact that you have to do these things is stupid yeah i agree yeah. with you about that part of it you want to read it yeah. yeah so the apology is there's no place here to backpedal what no said in vegas was shameful we crossed the line of civility uh, Excuse me. Was the burp in the? That was yeah. Here? It says burp. Did he cross the line of civility when he made his fans drink his own piss? It he wasn't was, really. Was, well, it wasn't really his. Yeah, piss. that's still a gray area. No, they showed the footage of him swapping out the bottle. Right, fair enough. Uh, anyway, we crossed the line of civility. We can't write songs about how people in this world need to be more decent when we're clearly being indecent. Las Vegas has always been a welcoming city to our band, and to make light of the tragedy that occurred there was egregious. All members of the band would like to sincerely apologize to anyone who experienced loss from the Vegas shooting eight months ago, and to anyone who was at our show who lost a loved one or a friend, or who had to witness the incredibly senseless violence that night. We were asked why we didn't release an immediate apology. Well, we didn't feel we could write a sincere apology without reflecting on the actual damage we had done. No press agent was going to write this for us. That's why we have struggled with this for the past few days. We didn't plan or intend on saying anything so insensitive. It was off the cuff, but just as hurtful. We won't blame it on drugs or alcohol or Ambien. That's too easy. No effects said it, and we own it. We made a tasteless joke, but to be clear, no effects does not condone violence against any group of people, period. And as sincere as we've ever been, no effects. I agree with Their that. joke didn't make it seem like they condoned violence. It just made it seem like, well, if somebody has to get shot, I'd rather it be country fans than punk fans. That's all. It's just like a really fucked up thing to say. It it's, this yeah. I've said way worse stuff on this show and I didn't but apologize. This is a comedy show also. I feel but they're like, like a comedy punk band. In all right. A way. That's their banter. It just, yeah, it's just like, like this. It seems but really, it's, like, it's like making a really bad 9-11 joke in public. Right During after 9-11. Yeah. Like th There's three been like months 80 after 9 shootings since that one. The rest of the country is completely But I mean, for on. the people in Vegas, that was the one that affected them. I I, I don't know. I, like, I get your what you're saying, but, and, and what you're saying is a very, like, you, you're speaking in very broad, general terms, but to this specific incident, so go to I those people and apologize directly to them. Leave me out of it, Fat Mike. You don't have to read the apology. You just made me. <laughs> well, because we're talking you about to do it. That, you could have left. You could have left half an hour ago. It's, there's a lot of people between me and the doorway. There's another exit still... that way. You know. I would have had to go all the way around. Well, you know what? It's time to leave right now. What? Do we have any <laughs> like listener stuff? We have you no must... listener stuff. Boo. But in the How future, if you? you would like to send us some listener stuff, you can. You can email hate mail. At metalinjection.net, uh, you can leave us a voicemail. Just go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Scroll down to that voicemail doodle thingle. And uh, you could also send us a voice memo. Record a voice memo with your phone and email it to hatemail at metalinjection.net. And uh, actually, we, we I think we got a, uh, an email from from Devin. He had a couple oh. of questions from us. Hi, for Devin. us. 
Would you guys ever consider going skydiving? My dad and I went a few weeks ago and it was an amazing experience. It was such a rush and yet it was so peaceful up there as well. Uh, I would do it. I'd consider it. Would you guys skydive? No. No Not a chance in hell. No. Oh, I saw that he skydove and I have questions for him. I would never in my life. Not in a million years. Not in a million years would I do that. I won't go like I won't go bungee jumping. I won't do any of that no. shit. No, I like thank living. You. Yeah, yeah. Bungee jumping would be fun too. I'm into it. I go you're, do it, big mouth. Yeah, you're too big. You might break the rope. I don't trust that. Or you're, yeah. you're you might be too tall, and your head hits the fucking true. The fucking you're just die. We'll be in 180 pounds on that fucking thing. But I'm just saying, him yeah, being his yeah, size, clearly, you're just stacking the deck. And I feel like, I mean, I just have questions for Devin, so he's got to call in and, and tell us about this experience next time, because, like, I want to know what it felt like. But like, wait, is isn't Devin blind? Yeah, I know. Like, what's why did he, why did you do it, Devin? I feel like it must be easier for him to do it. Or maybe they just tell him. You still feel the rush of the elevation shift. Yeah, but you like can't the, see. But it's, like, yeah, it, it's, it's not just, the same. Oh God, Why not? You, if you close your eyes, you st if you close yeah, your eyes on a roller coaster, a you, panic attack you, also, you might not even know when it's going to happen. They might just like put him up on that plane they probably and just, just shove him at random well, time. Oh, in front of a fan. They probably put him in a big room oh, no. with a big air conditioner and tell him he's fucking at, falling out of a plane. That's all. That's they all you got to do. just had Rob fart in his general direction. I'd like to say, along with no effects, I'm very sorry yeah. for that last joke. I'd like to apologize. <laughs> this is very I do not want to blame apologies. it on, on alcohol, drugs, or Ambien. Blame it on those Skittles. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to own it. I will blame it on the Skittles. <laughs> I'm still feel feeling sick. a burning aftertaste. Yeah, and I sincerely apologize. Can we go out with the Frankie Palmieri song? Yes. Yeah, well, Rob will have to get it because we're having I it. I got it. Uh, Hell yeah. Oh, duh. Yeah. Buy our Deep merch cut. and visit our social pages. Blue Chew. Uh, if you want to get a hard on, go to bluechew.com. Promo code livecast. Uh, yeah, promo code livecast. And we love you a lot. But we don't like Frankie Palmieri, so Rob wrote this. Uh, I, I'm over it. Over it! 2014. Metal Injection Livecast. What up, Frankie Palmieri? Heard you wrote a song about me. You're upset. Like you're my girl and I didn't call you back. Over it. It's not like that, Frankie. It's not like that at all. Over you it. Me. You don't know what I'm about. You don't know what the Livecast is about. You know, every time we write about a mule, get a lot of hits of Metal Injection. But right now, I think it's time we hit back. Overhead! I heard a record from Amura today. Crying like a fucking 10 year old girl today. Aww. All the bloggers being mean to the racist, meth head, trailer trash, drama queen. So now it's Robert that you sweating. What happened? You got bored of telling school kids to fire weapons? Something you're forgetting. Robert 6 7. He'll fuck you up and finish off his ribs without sweating. I'm sorry, Robert, made you cry. Made you cry. Didn't know you're such a sensitive, sensitive guy. guy. Believe in UFOs like Alex fucking Jones. They should have put some talent up your ass crack with an anal probe. You love calling people homos. Remember that? Bitch, so what you wanna do? And soon you're gonna run, run out of acacia strain sauce to steal your shitty fucking sound from. 
Writing hurt lyrics like a girl in middle school. I'm sorry, Frankie, but he's not that into you. Your music blows, you pussy homophobe. Get another ugly neck tat on your neck fat, you little hoe. What you so mad about, Frankie? What the hell you mad about, Frankie? Why are you so motherfucking angry? You don't want to beef with Paz Body. Why do all your bandmates hate you, Frankie? You cry so much, you need a motherfucking hanky. Writing brokenhearted songs, you're so angsty. Trust me, you don't want to beef with Paz Body. Why the fuck are you so motherfucking angry? What the fuck is wrong with you, Frankie? Get the bunch out of your panties! What the fuck is wrong with you, Frankie? Yeah. Thrash or trash this song. When you get done making the next round of Columbine t-shirts, your ass just got electrocuted. Again. 90 Biatch. seconds. What's up? I'm Freddy from Amir, and you're getting your fix from Metal Injection.